Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It is time for the 2022 awards up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, October 13th. I am an extremely overdressed Frank Stamfel here on the award show. Why not? Joined by my guy, my buddy, Scott White. And let's start off with the most valuable hitter and most valuable pitcher, Scott. No surprise with these two. Aaron Judge, the number one player in fantasy baseball this past season. And Justin Verlander, who is likely the American League Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, and for these choices, there was some element of value incorporated. Judge wasn't, of course, an early round pick, but he wasn't a first round pick. And he ended up being the best hitter in fantasy by far. Uh, Of course, the 62 home runs, that was 16 more than any other player. And if I can use point scoring uh, to, to put that in perspective, the gap between Aaron Judge and the number two hitter, Jose Ramirez, in that format was bigger than the gap between Jose Ramirez and the number 23 player. So even though it was like a third round pick that uh, I think Judge is deserving of the most valuable hitter. Verlander, meanwhile, he was the number 29 pitcher, starting pitcher drafted on average. There was a lot of skepticism of uh, the the 39-year-old coming off Tommy John surgery, which maybe was appropriate. I didn't share in that, I can thankfully say. Uh, he ended up being, at least in 5 by 5 scoring, he ended up being the number one pitcher. The most improved hitter and pitcher this past season, according to Scott, earning these awards, Nate Lowe. And Kyle Wright, uh, Nate Lowe went from a 771 OPS in 2021 to an 851 OPS in 2022. Kyle Wright was your lone 20 game winner this past season with 21. Scott, thoughts on these two? Yeah, not only did Lowe improve in terms of the season long stat line, you, you pointed that out. From June 1st on, he had 317 with 24 homers and a 914 OPS. So Ooh. it'll be hard wow. to. Uh, he'll probably be one of the 10 top 10 first baseman drafted next year, I'd say pretty close anyway. And then Kyle Wright, I like to use this example for him. So, yes, he, he ended up being the majors' only 20 game winner. He wasn't on anybody's draft board coming into the year. And even in the Scott White Dynasty League, which is a 2014 points league where the, the starting pitchers are stretched so thin in that scoring format and format in a league of that size that. And even in that league, Kyle Wright went undrafted. He ended up being a waiver claim. So, yeah, I think most improved is a fitting def- designation for him. The Bobby Big Bat Award is given out to a late-round player who provided a ton of power. And Christian Walker would fit that mold. He had a career-high 36 home runs. And the opposite would be the Freddie Fleetfoot Award which is given to someone who helped us out with steals this past season. And obviously, John Birdie led all of baseball with 41 steals this past season. Scott, I don't know that I'm going to be very excited to draft John Birdie, but Christian Walker is someone I think I will like as my corner infielder. Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends where he goes. Uh, it kind of depends where both of them go because 
stolen bases have for many years now kind of been the the main driver of of hitters value in rotisserie leagues now i don't think it should be that way going into next year because i think we're going to see stolen bases explode with some rule changes that are that are taking effect but if if people stick to their usual approach of overvaluing anybody who's going to make a dent in the steals category, then I do think John Birdie could be drafted. I think I'm 14th at both second base and third base, which isn't especially high, but it's definitely him getting drafted in Roto Leagues. I'll probably be passing him up myself, but I could see I could see him being overdrafted. Not a very good hitter. I'm not even sure he's going to stick in the Marlins lineup next year, and those are the concerns. Walker, the power looks legit. Just based on like the the exit velocity readings, um, in terms of X slug, he was 92nd percentile, and he got the batting average up to 242. It was still 15 points below his expected batting average. Plus, he was one of the most shifted upon right-handed hitters this past year. So, with the shifts being severely limited next year, uh, it, it's possible, unlikely, but possible, we actually see Walker improve all the more. All right, Scotty, let's wrap up quickly here with the best comeback. Pitcher edition goes to Zach Gallen. Ridiculous season. Awesome second half as well. And the best comeback hitter edition. A. Eugenio Suarez, who raised his batting average nearly 40 points year over year with 31 homers and 87 RBI. Scott, what do you think about Zach Gallen and Suarez? Well, yeah, the impressive, the most impressive thing for Suarez is he did that despite moving from Cincinnati, a hitter's paradise, to Seattle, other end of the spectrum. You know, with his power, if he's able to hit over 230, that's probably good enough. Third base is weak. I have him as a top 12 player going into next year. I think I think this is probably him maxing out his potential. That's what this past year looks like, so I'd be careful of relying on him too much. But somebody's going to need to draft Eugenio Suarez as their starting third baseman next year. And Zach Gallen, uh, likely to go somewhere around 20th at starting pitcher next year, maybe even inside the top 20. All right, you want to hear about more awards, then you could do so on the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Saturday morning. Bye-bye. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.